What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Find Your Edge podcast. I'm your host, Michael Rayner. I'm a registered dietitian and sports nutritionist with years of experience helping athletes improve their health and optimize their performance. I'm also an athlete myself and have been riding and racing bikes for the last 12 years, and I've worked in the cycling and triathlon industry for the last 10 years. I'm using all of my experience and speaking with athletes and experts about the key actionable steps that you can take to improve your health and performance. So if you're an athlete working to reach and sustain your peak performance and health, then this is the podcast for you. Let's jump right in. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Find Your Edge podcast. This is your host, Michael, and I'm here with dietitians Sarah Heckler and Chris Newport of the Endurance Edge for another quick tips. Thanks for being here, y'all. Of course. <laughs> so this one I'm excited about. This one, Sarah, this might have been your brainchild. In fact, I don't remember. Was it? You know, I always have the best ideas. Yeah. <laughs> so this is this is another quick tips. So we'll kind of try and keep it short. But this one's about our favorite winter, so seasonal post-workout, like snack, smoothie, meal, whatever it is. But wanted to kind of hop on here and do this as a little bit of inspiration for people as the weather turns cold, maybe your snack or post-workout situation changes a little bit. So kind of giving people some inspiration. So we're going to change it up a little bit. Chris, you're going to go first this week and oh, we'll go round table, save the best for last. Cause I got to figure it out based on what you guys say. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, kick it off. Uh, okay. So two things when it's cold out and I go out for like a ride or a run or whatever. Um, I generally go to Starbucks afterwards and get me a mocha extra whipped cream friends. Um, mocha extra whip. Yes. Mm -hmm. Bring it on. Um, (laughs) and (laughs) I will say a shameless plug for, uh, the recovery, the chocolate refuel that we developed. That is delicious. Is it good hot? It is. It's real good hot. Actually, that's how it was originally created, but it just so also happens to work in like a shaker cup for cold. Mm. Um, Although I will say my favorite way is to blend it with ice, but that's for summer. So hot mocha would be my A number one or chocolate refuel hot. Also, um, and this may sound a little bizarre to some of you, I love me a burrito. Mm. So, um, I think it was tower, is it tower seven? Yes. Yes. In Wilmington. Oh, cafe Del Mar. Like load that sucker with some beans and rice and cheese and all the things like Mm -hmm. glycogen. Here we go. I'm (laughs) like conveniently, I know listeners of the podcast won't hear this, but I'm wearing my Wrightsville beach hat. So. Oh, nice. Very cool. Those are my faves (laughs) post very cold ride or run to like keep me nice and warm so you'll michael you played hockey so you'll have to touch on that because i would have been freezing all the time if i were a hockey player and same with you um sarah being a swimmer um you guys well i'm curious as to like if there were differences in appetite because sometimes people are not hungry afterwards so anyway so those are my faves those are good ones we're gonna we're actually well like we're taking this we're flying by the seat of our pants this week but I want to interrupt a little bit (laughs) instead of just going straight round table. I guess I also want to open it up to both of you. What are like, 
maybe it's not seasonal, but like after a workout, what are your considerations for your meal or snack? Like what things are you trying to get in and why? Uh, we have a whole blog on this. We'll like is it, it. What is your priority? Um, because I am not particularly a heavy sweater. I don't have to like chug large amounts of um, fluid. However, I oftentimes will underestimate how much I lose. So definitely fluid. Okay. Sure. Carbohydrates where we got to replace that last lost glycogen and then a um, little bit of protein. Cool. So could be, you know, my meal version with the burrito or the uh, liquid version from the refuel or the mocha, but protein carbs. Um, right. Yeah. Some kind of fluid and then bonus is if it's like actually healthy, mm. you know, not like not to throw them under the bus, but like a McDonald's burger, mm. you know, perhaps not the most nutrient dense choice, but um, stranger things have happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sarah, what about you? What things do you think about? And then what's your favorite seasonal post-workout? Yeah. So, well, I am not an individual who is going to do exercise outside if it's cold outside. So my post-workout kind of meal or strategy, the temperature doesn't really affect it because I'm always going to be in the gym. That's just who I am. Um, but in the summertime, what I look for is a little bit differently. So when, when we all were developing like the sweat test, I don't know if you guys remember, but I was a very heavy sodium sweater. I like lose a ton of salt in my sweat. And I've, I can kind of, I know that about myself now, like I'll lick my lips and it just tastes really salty. So in the summertime, if I'm working out outside, I really try to have a little bit more sodium afterwards. And I kind of take it as an excuse to like have a little fun and enjoy things that I probably wouldn't normally. So like, maybe I'll have like, um, I don't know, like some pretzels or salty nuts afterwards that I might try to, you know, limit my sodium intake normally or something like that. But for me personally, I plan my workouts so that my meals are my like post-workout recovery. Yeah. So during the weekdays, I always work out right after work and then I have my dinner. That just works really easy for me. And so most of the time what you're having for dinner is going to cover your needs. Like Chris mentioned, the protein and carbohydrates. Um, lately, I've been more focused on uh, resistance training and building more muscle, which you still need carbohydrates for, but I've been trying to really focus on protein. So then on the weekends, like I will plan it so that my lunch is my recovery that just works for me so I don't really have a snack it's just whatever meal I'm going to consume next okay so then we'll take a twist what's your favorite seasonal dish seasonal dish like winter like what's something that you like Chris um, said mochas is yours well, like does have the pumpkin nickname. spice lattes so no but that's not seasonal I think like if it's cold outside, something that's really comforting and delicious is like a chili. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's been so, my jam lately. Coming soon to the feeling edge. Dang. That was good, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, while you were mentioning having a meal afterwards, it made me also think of um, now granted, this is not necessarily all winter, but a post-workout beer is pretty on time, especially in the summertime, but sorry, we're I think it's, winter. 
Yeah, but I think that depends on what workout you just did and how long and like how quickly after. Like I know if I just did a really intense like yeah. <laughs> like a seven like AM workout, the beer hits a little like, different. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, come on. You don't do that, Michael. <laughs> Leave yeah, yourself I mean, up for the day. <laughs> I think it depends on people's like stomach tolerance, yeah. like how quickly after the workout. I mean to yeah, that point, but, like in the if I'm working out in the hot, I'm not hungry as quick after, but if I'm like working out in the cold, then I get really hungry after. So something I'll do during the summer is like a shake or a smoothie or something like lighter, like a smaller snack. But in the winter that turns into kind of like the same thing as you Sarah, where I like to make my, like a meal, my post-workout. So for me, a lot of times, like I tend to work out in the morning instead. And so like, I like to come back and have a warm breakfast because it's cold outside. So the warm feels nice, have a warm cup of coffee with it. Um, my thing that I really enjoy, like if we're out somewhere, I'll get like a breakfast burrito. Like that's my jam. I really enjoy that. Um, we, we've talked about this before on the podcast, but there's like a lot of food allergies in our house. So like, I don't keep any gluten or eggs in the house. And so like, I don't, those are things I don't get to eat very often. So if we go somewhere, I really like to get breakfast burritos. Cause it's like flour tortilla, egg, all like, the gluten, yes. all the, gluten. the allergies. Yeah. And so I really like that. Or um, really it's just, my considerations are kind of the same as, as yours, Chris, more so, um, is primarily replacing glycogen and with carbs and then getting some protein in. So making sure that I've got good carb source protein. Most of the time that's like some potatoes, eggs, uh, sausage of some sort, something like that. Cause I really like my breakfast foods. Uh, also hits a little different this year, some protein pancakes, really into that so how do you make protein pancakes like what do you guys put in them to be honest we found a mix Um, yeah it's they use collagen um Hmm. but it's purely elizabeth's the brand Hmm. um but they make like it's all grain-free vegan which is cool sounds good going back to chris's Uh, point about alcohol vegan and collagen I guess it's not vegan. Sorry. Dairy-free, egg-free. Ooh, caught. <laughs> yeah, busted. Sorry. Not it's vegan. Listen, it's- Definitely. It don't. Yes. Don't. If you're vegan, don't animal. buy the protein ones. They have regular ones that don't have collagen in them. Those are vegan. But sorry. Dude, okay, you've Michael, got a recipe on, on the blog, Sarah, for protein pancakes. And I think you did. Do you remember what you did? Yeah. They were chocolate. Yeah, it's my recipe, but I honestly don't know. The brain has like, left the building for the year. She's gone. Wasn't it like a scoop of protein powder and a banana and like that's it? I or think it maybe. probably was. I think it was like a chocolate. I don't. I don't know. It's like we'll, a chocolate we'll, protein we'll link powder. To yeah, then, I'll yeah. Link to it. Mm-hmm. They were good. I do remember that, and I put a little bit of like peanut butter and syrup. I remember mm. doing it, but the details. This that. is also like the style of of like the three of us. Sarah, and correct me if I'm wrong, is more like uh, uh, fly by the seat of her pants kind of cook, like yeah, a little bit of this, a little bit of that versus I am like very technical. I like to weigh things out, measure it yeah. off. You like, cooking stresses me out. It's like yeah, she, I have to like walk to the other side of the kitchen. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's like, And I probably ah. stress you out. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I or or Jay, who's one of our chefs. I like look over his shoulder. I'm like, how much you put in there? I don't know, a little bit. I'm like, but we need the exact amounts. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Chris is like a standardized recipe. 
Sarah's like, I use the recipe for inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. love me some math. Mm. Chris is like 56 grams of, of black beans. I'm like, that looks like an ounce, you know, but I did want to go back to Chris's point about alcohol for like, like a post workout mm. beer, which yes, super delicious and can happen, but depending on your goals, um, what like where you are in training, that may not be the best option for you. So I just want to like, I'm so glad that, that you brought that up. We actually have a podcast about alcohol for athletes. Give me oh, one yeah, second yeah. and I'll tell you what episode number it was. Uh, it was episode, I'm not sure. It went live on September 1st. Our director doesn't tell me which episode it was, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're like- the sound mixer and the- <laughs> Yeah. we're gonna we're gonna just edit that and i'm just gonna insert what episode number it was <laughs> not really yeah. uh but we do have a good episode about alcohol for athletes and like can you have it should you have it depends on your goals kind of talking a little bit more about that so that's a good one yeah, um, well, look, we could probably also link to that um there's at least one particular research study that i know on it and the reason why people uh why it was successful as a post-workout like rehydration is that because they left participants with either a full pint of water or a full pint of cold beer of course they're gonna chug the beer what's that i said of course they're gonna chug finish the beer right it's like it's cold it's bubbly it's you know tasty so um i think the hypothesis there is that it's a little bit more motivating to drink rather than this you know boring old glass of water i personally don't think water is boring but i know a lot of clients who do um i guess my question i was just gonna say that the the good effects were um negated when they were doing multiple beers yes that makes sense right so um, i guess my question would be is like does the benefit of the like the rehydration benefit outweigh the impact that the actual alcohol itself has on recovery? You know I what I mean? It also depends on how um, much alcohol content is in a beer. And, you know, beers vary incredibly widely these days. They could be yeah. half percent to 10 or 12 percent. So... Well, I did, Side to, note. That, to that end, like if the alcohol thing is a consideration and you want to enjoy a beer, but don't necessarily want the alcohol, there are some like, I mean, that's become like a trend lately. There are a few breweries out there that are brewing beer sans alcohol and they're like, they're good beers. Um, and they're non-alcoholic. Like there's one that I actually came across on the interwebs the other day. Um, but it was, uh, athletes brewing or something like that. But they just like make all the types of beers, but they're non-alcoholic because they were like athletes that wanted beer, but didn't want the alcohol. So there are options out there as well. Yeah. Yeah, That's super interesting. Yeah. So cool. Well, I want to go quick lightning round, just real quick. What's your favorite holiday treat? Like sweet food. Like, is it a cookie pie cake? What is it? Rum balls. Rum balls. All right, Sarah. I feel like alcohol is the theme with me. Sorry, yeah. I'm really not an alcoholic, <laughs> you guys. I promise. Um, but that's like one thing that we make just seasonally, just at the holidays. Okay. Anyway, mine would be my grandma's chocolate chip cookie recipe, which mm. found out a few years ago that it's just the recipe on the back of the bag yes. of chocolate chips. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly that. And old people, they do that all the time. They trick you. <laughs> I thought it was a special family recipe, and she's like, "Guys, it's 
on the bag. <laughs> it's That's the one okay. from like the bag from 1999. <laughs> it changed the recipe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what about like you, Michael? Uh, Liz makes some pretty good sugar cookies. And I like those because they're like, we decorate them and they're like festive and stuff. So That's cute. You guys yeah. are so nerdy. I love it. <laughs> All right. Thanks for that. Um, make sure that you like this episode or subscribe to the podcast. Um, definitely rate or review us. Um, let us know if there's something that you want to hear about. Um, our special promo for podcast listeners is still live. If you purchase a sweat testing kit, like our at-home sweat test kit, and use the code podcast, you can get a free visor trucker or headband definitely make sure you take advantage of that yeah i think that's everything anything else Woohoo! no i think we all might need a little more coffee yeah mm-hmm. all right thanks guys <laughs>